Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, uh, Have a Little. And uh, if you've been uh, hanging in there with me, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you again. I know a lot of folks don't have time to just take a minute out there to listen, and that's why I'm going to kind of keep the shows a little shorter here and keep your interest this one, uh, following the last uh, review I did recently um, on Meet the Beatles album, this is another one of my favorites, another classic. This one's Thriller, Michael Jackson. This one was released in November of 1982. It's the year I graduated from high school. A lot of great memories from that year. It was released on Epic Records. And it was produced by the amazing Quincy Jones. Quincy had contacted Michael and uh, got together with him again to do this album. And Michael wanted to create an album where every song was a killer, was an amazing track. And that it was. The album's mix of pop, disco, rock, and funk styles created a recording that left an incredible mark in musical history. Well, this album included nine cuts. Seven of these songs wound up singles, all hitting the top ten on the charts. It set the record for the most top ten singles from an album at that time. The Cuts Beat It and Billie Jean both hit number one. And to this day, the album remains one of the best-selling albums of all time, Topping sales of over 66 million plus. And in 2017, the album was certified 33 times platinum. Now, it might be more than that now, since we're in uh, 2021. Now, if that's not enough, the album won a record-breaking eight Grammys, including Album of the Year and Record of the Year for the song Beat It. Now, this album was almost twice the time as that Beatles album I told you about back in those days, the, the, the late 50s and 60s and early 70s. A lot of songs were under three minutes or around that time. This album timed out at 42 minutes and 19 seconds. And it featured the tracks Wanna Be Startin' Something, Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, and The Lady in My Life. Now I want to talk about a few of these songs and give you just a little of the history behind them. Really cool stuff. And of course, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. A lot of respect. Genius, genius uh, writer and performer, obviously. But this band, this 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 uh, band that performed on this album, really got me, you know, m more into it. I'm more intrigued with the backstories of this album, the recordings of it, and I'm going to tell you about that right now. So let's go to the song "The Girl Is Mine." This one was written by Michael, and it was the first single off the album. It featured both Michael Jackson and. Mr. Sir Paul McCartney on vocals. It also featured four members of one of my favorite bands of all time. This is where I was going 
when I started to stumble here, the band Toto. They were the studio guys behind some of these great hits on this album. And two of my faves of that band, Jeff Procaro, the drummer, and Steve Lukather on guitar. Uh, last year, I got to see Steve live in concert, not with Toto, but with Ringo Starr and his all-star band. And that was amazing. Now, Paul McCartney wound up becoming the first artist to be featured on one of Michael Jackson's albums with this single and this uh, cut on the album, The Girl Is Mine, classic. Another tune I want to talk about is one that I know everybody knows, Thriller, the, uh, the title cut off the album. Now, Michael didn't write this one. This was written by Rod Temperton. If you never heard of him, he was an English songwriter and a musician. And he had uh, influenced a lot of uh, 70s hits, and he helped write um, a few that you might know of. I'm going to mention a couple here. The, the, the tune Boogie Nights and a classic wedding song I used to play all the time as a DJ, Always and Forever. And he had many more hits. Now, the song Thriller of course, was a mix of disco and funk and creating, in the long run, an epic theatrical song. One of the album's seven singles, it was certified itself seven times platinum. And the recording also featured the spoken words of actor Vincent Price, the famous horror movie star. And the video for the song took the recording to new heights, and it still does today making it popular with even young fans that never heard of it. So really, really cool. Now, let's get to Billie Jean, a very controversial song that a lot of people had questions of. And um, Michael's story about it is really cool. So this one, obviously, written by Michael, it combines R&B, disco, funk, and dance pop. It was the uh, number one single along with uh, Beat It. And this one was certified six times platinum. Now the single selling over 10 million copies and it's one of the best selling singles of all time. Now thanks to this song, we were also introduced to Michael's famous moonwalk in the video. Now Michael had said that Billie Jean was based on groupies that he remembered that he and his brothers would encounter while performing as the Jackson Five. Because of some of these famed relationships or encounters, many of the ladies would claim that their son was related to one of the five. And uh, that story continues to this day when folks talk about Billie Jean. Well, the most popular song, I think, personally for me, is the amazing song, Beat It. The historical sound of it, the, the combination of the rock dance feel to it. This was another one written by Michael. Now, this rock-oriented song was encouraged by producer Quincy Jones. But prior to writing this style, Michael did not have any interest in the rock genre, per se. So when Michael went to write it, he said he, he wanted to write a song, a type of rock song that he would buy, along with youngsters 
and college students at that time. Beat It was a number one hit certified five times platinum, making it another best-selling single of all time. The production featured again Toto's Jeff Bricaro on drums and guitarist Steve Lukather. Again, Toto, amazing. Their hits, you, you know, you'll remember them over their songs, Africa, Rosanna, to name a few. Hold the Line was one of their first singles. And, of course, everyone is familiar with the epic guitar solo created by the late Eddie Van Halen. Now, Eddie didn't play the whole song. Um, he just did the solo. Most of the guitar riffs were played by um, Steve Lukather. So the funny story about this song is that Quincy Jones had contacted Eddie. But Eddie Van Halen initially thought it was a prank call and pretty much hung up on him. And then in the long run, when Eddie finally found out that it was for real, um, he recorded the solo on this album free of charge. He wound up doing it as a favor. Now, also, some of the story goes that the rest of the band there um, for Eddie, Eddie's group and all that, they were kind of against it. They, they thought he was uh, a little crazy for doing it, but he said he wanted to do it. And nobody can make him do anything he didn't want to at that time. And he was really into getting it done. And he did it as a favor. And it's just classic. Now, the studio notes and the stories, uh, it was noted that during the recording of Eddie's solo, the sound of his guitar actually caused the monitor speaker in the control room to catch fire, causing one of the en engineers on the, uh, the uh, recording uh, session to exclaim, this must be a really good song. And the rest is musical history. An amazing album, still to this day. I mean, you listen to some recordings, folks, and they don't hold hold for years to come. You know, like early early recordings, you know, you can tell that was, they were early recordings unless they're remastered and all that. But an album like this, to this day, when you put it on, it, it sounds like it was just done yesterday. It's just amazing, you know? And Michael Jackson was a genius. And Quincy Jones, of course, another outstanding producer, songwriter, and performer himself. And I was really excited to sit back and listen to some of this again, this album. Iconic, again, coming out the, my senior year in high school. And, and uh, songs, these songs are going to live on forever. Thriller is always going to be around no matter what, especially during the the holiday season of, of Halloween again, as I mentioned, you know, beat it, beat it's always going to be rocking out somewhere around the world. And of course, Billie Jean is going to get the dance floors filled, whatever mixes they're playing and all that, be it a wedding or a, a party. So I hope you enjoyed this little um, background on Thriller. Not sure which next album I'm going to pick. I'm still trying to get some folks out there to uh, do some, uh, interviews with me and um, really excited um, to reach out to some folks but um, I've got a few albums that uh, I'm thinking of and I'll let you know as soon as I decide we'll we'll post that and uh, coming up next week we've got uh, Valentine's Day and uh, I always want to say it I say it every year 
you know, Valentine's Day, yeah, it's celebrated February 14th, but if you truly have someone in your life that you love, is your soulmate, your best friend, and you can be with them pretty much 24-7, do that 24-7, 365 days. Show them the love. Show them your heart, you know? And folks, always have a little faith, have a little hope, but have a lot of love for yourself and everyone else, and especially everything you do. Thanks again for listening.